Welcome back to another episode of the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. I'm your host, Woodrow Bellamy III. Today is May 8th, 2020, and on today's podcast, we'll learn what it's like working on the ground in support of air cargo operations at one of Europe's busiest airports while the world continues dealing with the ongoing COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. But first, I wanted to remind our listeners that the 2020 Global Connected Aircraft Summit has been officially postponed. We're currently working on transitioning the event into a virtual, virtual format, so please stay tuned for details on the date and time and speakers for our virtual format very soon, which will be posted to www.gcasummit.com. So as everyone knows, we've recently been covering how the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic is impacting various segments of the aviation industry. If you haven't had a chance, please go back and listen to some of the episodes from the series we did recently. We've been getting a lot of good feedback on those, and now we're getting back to our regular podcast format. But As COVID-19 is still impacting the industry, we'll still be discussing the topic with almost any guests we have on moving forward. Earlier this week, I was able to catch up with Max Conradi. He is the Senior Vice President of Cargo for Freyport AG, which is the company that operates Frankfurt Airport in Germany. We discussed how they've been seeing an increase in air cargo flights to the airport, how they are managing parked aircraft, and some of the regulatory and data exchange challenges they're currently dealing with. So let's get into today's discussion. Uh, Max, if you could first just give us your name, a little bit of introduction to your name, job title, and your role with Freyport at Frankfurt Airport. Yes, of course. Thanks for having me with you on this podcast today. Um, So, Introducing myself, uh, Max Philip Conradi, uh, the full name. Um, I'm now almost 45 years old, and um, as you already mentioned, I'm working for Frankfurt Airport for the company that is running uh, mainly Frankfurt Airport, but uh, a couple of other airports around the world, the Fraport AG. And um, after several steps, I now am right in the moment in the department uh, for cargo as Senior Vice President Cargo, and um, I'm in this job for um, more than one and a half year now, but with Fraport, I'm now for more than 15, 16 years, starting with the expansion program, um, when we uh, um, expanded our airport uh, with a new runway and our terminal facilities, as well as cargo facilities. So it's been the first time I came into touch with the cargo business and air cargo in general. And uh, from this time forward, I, as different positions throughout the, the Fraport company, um, I never lost touch to, to the cargo business um, in either way. And now it's I'm, I'm full-time in the cargo business. And as head of the cargo team, um, we are responsible um, on, a, on an airport level. Um, on, on different aspects to develop uh, the air freight, freight industry here in Frankfurt um, and at Frankfurt Airport. Um, first of all, we, we are the first point of contact for all persons who like to do cargo or are already doing uh, air cargo here in Frankfurt Airport. Uh, there are forwarders, uh, cargo handlers, ground handlers, uh, f- uh, cargo airlines, 
all the all the people within the industry uh, we want to be the first uh, point of contact and giving them access to the services and uh, the abilities uh, and doing their businesses here in Frankfurt in as best in the best as possible way and on the other hand we are um, also there to to develop the airport um, on the cargo aspect to develop the infrastructure it can be physical infrastructure on the one hand like roads uh, cargo warehouses and so on and on the other hand the digital cargo infrastructure as well and last but not least um, also the, the marketing aspect uh, is one um, that, that drives us to promote Frankfurt airport as a cargo airport as you may know that, that Frankfurt is one of the largest and big, biggest cargo airports within the world, but mainly known for its passenger hub facilities. And therefore, it's it's always uh, an additional story to be told about Frankfurt Airport. It certainly is a nice airport. I've been there a couple of times myself, and I was glad we were able to catch oh, really? up with you today. Yeah, I have, um, you know, really enjoyed that airport. You know, it's a really interesting time to be in the, you know, on the air cargo side of the um commercial airline business yeah, <laughs> uh, and you know you know frankfurt airport recently just published a press release talking about what it's like right now you're seeing increased demand for car air cargo flights you know mostly related to uh shipping medical supplies to support the fight against covid19 now can you just tell us a little bit about what it's like at frankfurt airport on the air cargo side right now i mean are you seeing a much higher volume of cargo flights than you would usually see at this time of year um, it's when I'm looking out of my window, it's a very, very weird picture. I can see there are parts of the airport with parking airplanes on, on the, on, on the one runway, on the taxiways and on parts of the airplane. And another part of the airport, it was like, like a humming bee stock, more or less. And that's the cargo, cargo areas on the airport. We have, have two main cargo areas and all those in both cargo areas there's uh um yeah full cargo life going on and um it's a completely different picture when you look in the terminals right now with the empty hallways and so on but um cargo is, is the main driving factor at the, the at frankfurt airport as well today we have uh, uh from uh we came from about 2000 uh, uh 2000 uh, less than 2000 movements a day 1600 to 1800 Movements a day that's been been a traffic figure that we we saw last year around this time and now we are on uh, on a weekly basis on this uh, number of movements um, but and that's that switched that uh, we are at 51 54 percent of all the flights the the roughly 250 flights a day that we see in Frankfurt right now are cargo-related flights or cargo-only flights, with full freighters or with passenger freighters, and this is this is the picture is a kind of an historical trend or a historical turnaround that's been the first time uh, since uh, the modern jet area here in Frankfurt um, that that we see the switch and with, with, with high numbers of cargo airplanes and. Um, we see a slight decrease in in full freighter traffic uh, here in Frankfurt. Uh, but uh, the most uh, of the, the additional capacity that's offered um, cargo-wise is uh, brought here into uh, Frankfurt, while the, the passenger freighters, the freighters, uh, the uh, guy from Lufthansa told them 
um, or a name term, better, better to be said. Um, but uh, on the other hand, we lost a lot of belly capacity, of course, as a, as a huge passenger hub with, with a lot of international connections in between, between the different continents of the world. We, we lost almost up to 90% or slightly more than 90% of all the belly capacity normally offered here in Frankfurt. So in total, under the line, there's still uh, we are still down, uh, slightly under, under the, the offered capacity uh, compared to pre-corona times. Um, reduction of, of uh, passenger capacity, we we are uh, doing doing very very well in in, uh, in, um, in cargo-wise, and with more than. Uh, or about 50, uh, 5,000, not 50, 5,000 tons of, of cargo handled every day. Uh, we handled last week, for example, about 35,000 tons of air freight here in Frankfurt. We are at very high numbers and only 8% short compared, compared to, to last year's uh, week 18. And that shows um, the, the unusual high demand of, of um, face masks and other supplies you already mentioned, and um, it's been been kind of gold rush scenario nowadays here in Frankfurt. That is very interesting. A couple of things I, I have to follow up question to you about. You mentioned 250 cargo flights a day. Um, and, and you're still seeing a, a high volume of cargo flights. Now, you also mentioned there's a bunch of airplanes parked at Frankfurt Airport. Now, have you all had to sort of uh, shut down any runways to park some of those planes? And has that affected some of the you know capacity for cargo flights or, or how does that work? Um, yes, we have uh, shut down one runway to park airplanes. It's been, been uh, the uh, northern runway. Um, but uh, luckily enough, we in Frankfurt had four runways uh, available. So shutting down one one runway is, isn't a hazard. And it allowed us uh, also to shut down another second runway for a short term of a uh, short period of time to renew the surface. So Tommy, we have, we have four runways in total available here in Frankfurt. When one, one runway is closed, it's uh, for parking parking aircraft and um, in the meanwhile we have been able to to close another runway to uh, redo the the tarmac on the runway uh have a complete renewment and um even with with, with two runways out of service we have uh, plenty of airspace available and slots available here in frankfurt and with with the ability to use one runway and additional um, aprons for parking uh, the the passenger aircraft here at Frankfurt, we had uh, enough uh, cargo stands for the increasing number of cargo flights here in Frankfurt. So there's no limitation on the air side and more cargo aircraft are, are going to be welcomed here in Frankfurt hopefully soon. From my perspective as a cargo guy, you know. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it, you know, can you talk about that a little bit as well? I mean, you know, so many people in the industry right now are, are you know, just working from home and trying to kind of work through this period, right? And, you know, walking around wearing masks, social distancing, etc. But, you know, when in your role, I mean, it's almost like an increased demand. I mean, you, you have to be there. Um, you know, making sure that the cargo is coming in, the, the flights are coming in. C 
can you just talk about that right you know just working through this period in in this time where we're trying to stop this transmission of the virus but your role is very important in helping that and you have to kind of be out there in it yes of course it's um it's a it's a quite different life to others with uh there that I was was working short time hours um a lot of uh, 18 18000 of the 22000 uh, Fraport workers here in Frankfurt are, are working short time or being partially or completely at home, but not so on the cargo side um, or the, the ground handling crews uh, handling the, the cargo flights. Um, they're on duty, um, of course, but um, it's it's there's all the social distancing and all the measures to pro- to to uh, to avoid uh, the virus spreading. Um, you have to 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 regroup the schedules so the working shifts um as an example to keep uh, the same teams more or less in the same shift so if there's an infection in one team only one shift is, is affected and you have not not a whole mix up during during the shifts so that's not only uh, one thing we are doing doing uh, with ground handling there also very much the same patterns um, in the teams by the cargo handlers or the forwarders here on the airport. So um, again, with all of the, the um, hygienic measures as uh, providing face masks, providing um, um, additional abilities for washing your hands and sanitize, keeping sanitizer available to everyone, we we try to 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 keep things running at a quite normal level, and uh, it's it keeps us very busy, and it keeps us at the airport as well. So even though we are more um, office guys that that are uh, just doing talking, typing, and uh, reading, we get more and more in kind of an operational uh, business and operational uh, daily work of life with uh, trying to to get all the charter operations here in Frankfurt running. That's uh, uh, we we have seen here now um, airlines that like Nordwind or Southern Young that that's not been here in in Frankfurt ever uh, or like Amerijet that's been last time here 20 years ago. Uh, and uh, to 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 get them connected to Frankfurt, to get everything running, to get a smooth operation here in Frankfurt, demands a, a high workload, of course. But we are glad to offer the service and and keep keeping the support of the, the needed supplies and medical equipment running. That's interesting. So you're getting airlines that have basically not been there in years, decades even, or, you know, are going there for the first time. What does it take to prepare for those types of flights that are arriving there and have never been at Frankfurt before? Um, it's a lot of uh, work to, to be done on, in, in the contracting or in, in getting people connected. Um, because... Um, Frankfurt as a huge airport, there are a lot of service providers, offers kind of different services, but in, in the same level. So catering the crew, you can choose from a variety of six, seven, eight companies that offer catering services here at Frankfurt Airport. And um, to assist them to find the, the right one to pick, 
to meet their demands, and that's not catering. It's also the equipment with fuel. It's with ground handling. It's with cargo handling. And all the to, to find with the with the airlines the, the right service providers to 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 meet their demands and to give them an idea how the processes in Frankfurt and standards are and what they can expect from the services, to explain how the things are working and then. Finally, uh, getting those people into touch and getting all the contractual work done and then accompanying the operation on the airfield because anything can happen. <laughs> there's, a, uh, there's a lack of uh, dollies or something like that. And to, to, to assist there, to give additional help, to, to keep the operation um, in, a, in a proper manner, that's, that's what we are doing right now and most of the time. I see. And something you mentioned earlier about the storage facilities for cargo at Frankfurt. Um, and let's get into that a little bit. I know you all have a 12,000 square meter temperature controlled handling uh, and storage areas. Can you talk about how, you know, what is that area like? What do you do in those areas? You know, are you using any uh, innovative or, you know, advanced technologies to manage some of the cargo that goes in those areas as well? Um, those 12,000 square meters of temperature control space are being kind uh, of uh, diverted all over the the airport itself. It's been, been different handling facilities and different cargo warehouses. So it's not one huge warehouse of 12,000 square meters completely temperature controlled. Is um, that each of the major uh, cargo handlers here in Frankfurt has its temperature controlled spaces with different uh, temperature zones available. Uh, most of them, of, of course, they are CEIV or GDP certified to handle uh, pharmaceuticals in an adequate way, um, as we have the complete process from aircraft to the land side being certified here in Frankfurt. And um, for example, innovative ways to, to, to handle the, the this types of goods, uh, take for example our perishable sander, they have within their, uh, in their warehouse, they have all the different major monitoring systems available. So if you have a logger within your um, within your cargo and within your shipment that uh, that still is continuously logging the temperature and other parameters, um, then it can connect in there with a with a network to to identify for the shipper the the current status of the the shipment, the location of the shipment. To have uh, a transparent and um, ongoing live view, if you call it like this, uh, to on on their shipment, and that's uh, especially what's offered within the parish table center. And the parish table center, um, they handle medicals as well as all types of parish table you can imagine. It's one of the largest parish table centers. Uh, in the world as well, and it's uh, open for for all airlines, all forwarders, all handling agents, uh, and um, it's very unique. And, um, and one big advantage of this center is that that's uh, all the all the um, authorities you need to handle those types of starting from customs, veterinarians, phyto guys, and so on. They are all within the place, and so you have a very uh, very short and very flexible service within this facility okay and 
Another thing that I wanted to ask you about is that last year we covered a very interesting story around uh, Freightport's use of machine learning technology at Frankfurt Airport to predict the amount of arrivals and analyze some of the arrival data that you have to uh, you know, improve the efficiency of workflows there and handling arrival flights. Um, can you tell us, has any of that adoption of any of that technology helped in this time where you're seeing an increased demand for air cargo flights. And like you said earlier, even you know some carriers that have never been at Frankfurt or haven't been there in years, has any of those tools helped you in this period? Um, not in particular. Um, it's it's help, helping a long time um, to, to, to manage the air side, um, but within the cargo business, um, we are not, not exactly basing on, on aircraft data. What's more interesting for us is the, the flight manifest, to have the, the, the airway bill data to know more about the shipments, about the number of shipments or the kind of, uh, of goods that's being shipped, uh, special, special um, services to be offered and to, to better coordinate the resources or giving all the cargo handlers and forwarders operating on the airport to give them um, the information in advance, so they can prepare their resources according to the to, to the planned uh, workload um, that uh, hopefully will uh, will then uh, cure as planned in the airport. And this is this is um, a kind of uh, scenario that we are stepped in already with our so-called paired link system, that is as a um, data exchange platform that's been offered here at Frankfurt Airport, not only for the, uh, for the air side, it's uh, mainly focused on the land side processes uh, to have a, a ramp control system available running on the fared link platform and other, um, sometimes they're, they're customs process-based um, software tools that are using this data exchange platform to, to pre-announce uh, any cargo loads, uh, loads or shipments to have a data flow on, on the cargo being shipped via Frankfurt prior to the physical shipments, to have a pre-check um, of, um, of, the, of the available information um, in, the, in the airway bill, to have uh, the resource planning as already mentioned. And that's, um, that's a data, data exchange, data um, machine learning kind of tool that that uh, we are starting to have here in Frankfurt. The data exchange platform in general is already in place, but this is uh, a project that we are continuously working on and getting getting more and more into place and more services and services available in the next uh, years. So it's a, it's a very interesting topic, but as you may know, uh, digitization in, in the air cargo business is, is not as far as in the passenger airline business and therefore there's a lot of work and to be done a lot of ground to be covered still um but but it's one of the topics that maybe get an additional kick going forward during uh this crisis and uh um we are ready in frankfurt and all with all the partners here within the community where we are working on it 
That is interesting to learn. So is that in the data exchange platform you mentioned, is some of that data you're looking to pull in from the aircraft itself or, you know, the, the flight plan, you know, filed by the operator that will include their cargo shipment? Or is it kind of just purely the cargo data, the, you know, the type of cargo that's coming in that you're, that you're mainly interested in? Um, in this moment right now, that's more the, the shipment or the cargo data. Um, in the next step, we want to connect it with with the uh, with the flight data as well, and then um, being being able to to offering more interchange of of the data in between the different partners in the supply chain um, to give um, airlines a better view on on uh, what is on on the airport, what can be. Um, handled by be on board on the aircraft concerning to the latent acceptance time and export terms or import wise, um, the airlines um, are hoping hopefully will be providing their data they have uh, to the, the cargo handlers and forwarders on the airport. So to 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 um, enhance the data sharing helps both sides uh, to the the air side as well as the land side to improve their services to the customers. Yeah, I know our listeners will really be interested in that challenge. That That is interesting to learn about. Okay. So, Max, I mean, you know, it's really good information you provided us. Uh, it's really interesting to learn about this side of Frankfurt Airport. Um, moving forward, you know, over the next month or so, um, what is kind of your focus there as you continue to support a lot of these air cargo COVID-19 related flights, uh, you know, and as, you know, Germany and, and the rest of the world tries to get back to some sense of normalcy? What What is kind of your, your focus there on the air cargo side at Frankfurt? Um, my main focus is now when we're seeing um, the exports from from Germany as well as other European states are starting to grow. Again, after the lockdown, the first measures being placed to as a kind of an exit from from the lockdown, been slow steps, but slowly but steady. Um, we, we see increasing number of exports and. Um, um, on ourselves, it's to 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 kind of to keep the the cargo running, the cargo flights running, to have um, con airlines convinced to to keep their business running here in Frankfurt to support the restarting of the supply chains in, in the next month. And I think we see one one country by another will starting to lift off and regaining. Uh, their abilities to 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 be be part of the global supply chains again, and therefore until the the passenger flights and the passenger flight network is kind of regrowing and uh, um, being being kind of restarted, um, therefore prior to this there be a need of uh, a global network in, in, uh, to support the global supply chains, and this would be uh, one major issue to keep it. Um, the, the, the freight lanes, the global freight lanes, um, in place to support them to to continue their services in, in the air freight business. That is key to the um, to the, the first economical uplifting steps. And um, therefore, what what is needed? What is needed is more more that um, 
the, the air traffic ride system that's been in place in pre-corona days and now with all the charter flights and uh, assistant flights are, um, um, are in place, that we, we have the strict rules a little bit lifted in the next month. So um, that all the services um, that are needed to be provided by, by cargo-related um, airlines can be can be fulfilled, and um, there is no limitation due to this um, uh, traffic ride system. Right, right. Okay. Well, that was really interesting to learn about. Like I said, um, Max, thanks for coming on the podcast today. We really learned a lot, and hopefully we can catch up with you maybe Thank on you. the other side of the situation. Thanks. Thank you for, for having me within the podcast, and it's been a pleasure talking to you. That brings us to the end of another episode of the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. If you have suggestions for topics we should focus on in upcoming episodes, the easiest way to reach out to me is on Twitter at WBellamy3AC, or you can also find my email address in the description of this podcast episode as well. If you are listening to us on Apple iOS devices, please leave a rating or comment for us there as well, as it greatly helps us to improve the episodes moving forward. I'm your host, Woodrow Bellamy III, and thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. <laughs>